Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh Hello, welcome to your clown podcast Welcome to my show And before we start this podcast I would like introduce myself before My name is Ahmad Junaidi as your host And I'm a student at Antasari State Islamic University Banjarmasin Majoring English Education Department By the way, this episode is my first podcast And the time that I raised in the first episode is Youth Volunteering Motivation or Sensation And on this first podcast, I'm not alone Because this is my first podcast So I'm with the amazing guest star And it may be familiar to our listener Who is he? Who is he? <laughs> okay, uh, he is Lutfi Al Razib. Hi, Lutfi. How are you? Okay, hi, Juna. I'm doing great. How about you? Alhamdulillah, I'm so amazing today. <laughs> okay, by the way, thank you so much for having me today, Juna. Yes. And it's an honor for me because I could be here, especially in your first podcast. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Lutfi. By the way, uh, thank you for coming to my podcast and I really love your work so I'm very very happy to have you here so thank you again <laughs> so uh, Lutfi is a student majoring in English education department at UIN Antasari Banjarmasin like me <laughs> and he is now the ambassador of the Indonesian youth and South Kalimantan province and he has and has served as various ambassador uh, in South Kalimantan. He is also the owner of Tuk-Tuk Kandangan and he was <laughs> doing <laughs> volunteering for EIESAC, EYTAP, Diamond, yes, Diamond Course and still doing volunteering in Cendikiawan Des. Cendikiawan Desa. Okay, give a plus for Lutfi. <laughs> okay, uh, this is the reason why I said. Uh, it was uh, the first for me to know about Lutfi took the selection of Uin Antasari Campus Ambassador uh, 20. Uh, 18, right, Lutfi? Yeah. Yes. Yes, and when when Lutfi show talent, very with very very cool public speaking at the one day, talk to Lutfi, and I think my dream will come true today. <laughs> and so I'm really happy to have. Lutfi here. Thank you, Lutfi. Uh, okay, yeah. uh, can you please tell me something about yourself? Like, uh, where are you from, and what things do you like? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. Hello, all listener clown podcast. And Hi. so, as already mentioned, my name is Lutfi Al Razib. I was born and raised in Kandangan, which is the capital city of Hulusong Selatan Regency. Mm-hmm. And now I am still registered as 
ninth semester student Apoin antar Banjarmasin So I am the old student <laughs> It's still normal <laughs> Majoring English Education Department The same with Juna mm-hmm. And so I am still in the process of doing my research But besides doing my final assignment for college, I still active for social activity, yes. especially for education and teaching underprivileged student, and also doing my business in my in beverage in my hometown yes. and in my free time i also like cycling traveling and capturing the best moments wow <laughs> about the traveling i i also like traveling but uh, still in south kalimantan area <laughs> okay me too actually especially in this pandemic situation yeah i just explored the tourism destination in our provinces only and i think it is such an advantage we are given the the opportunity to enjoy the beautiful places around us yes exactly exactly that's true lutfi i very agree with you and okay can you tell us uh, about your previous experiences as a volunteer uh, what did you do first and what made you think you want to volunteer okay So it's a pretty long story actually. <laughs> Flashback. <laughs> yeah, let's let's do flashback when I was in junior high school. Yes. One of my teacher having a motivation class for us at that time, mm-hmm. and he told us about his experience during his visits to school in Singapore and wow. Australia. Wow. Yeah. And and at that time, and at the end also. of the story from his experience he told us you have to learn English and be able to speak English so you can set in off fit abroad for not just traveling but giving a positive impact in the place where you are wow yes that was like my my teacher said yes i agree at that time and then i promised to myself I have to be like him and do what he said. Mm. Yes. Then I started to learn English in short story. I tried to take a part in the selection for exchange student when I was in junior high school, but it failed. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, the gold then, experience, right? But then as I got more achievements, I was able to fulfill my promise when I was in college. And here is my first experience as an educational volunteer. Mm. It is was during my second semester off or in second semester holiday in 2017. I was assigned in Selangor, Malaysia for about five weeks in NGO or non-government organization Mm -hmm. it is for helping children activities at an orphanage and in that orphanage i was with three other volunteer colleges and they are two girls from south korea and also china and my roommate from Sri. Uh, wait, wait, wait a minute uh, sorry to cut you up okay uh, so you were staying with them in one 
room or how? <laughs> no, no, no. We stayed in separated room. Oh. But in one apartment okay. in the same building. Oh, yeah. Okay. So the Chinese and the Korean girls in one room, and I am. At that time, I was with the Sri Lankan volunteer. Okay, I see, I see. The boys with boys. Yeah, boy. <laughs> not, not like, mix between girls. Okay, I see. Uh, Lutfi, uh, I'm curious about your international friends uh, that live together in the same building, and mm-hmm. it must be amazing experiences, right? Yeah, of course. It was so fun. Because we shared our own culture to each other, learning language as well as I got a new perspective when we discuss something when we are in a free time in a living room. So I got a lot of new things that I didn't know before. And sometimes, Yuna, mm-hmm. we also introducing our national food and eat it together when we were having our dinner or lunch. Okay. And at that time, I've tried instant noodles from Korea and China, and also I've tried kimchi from Korea. Uh-huh. And at that time, I also bring our national food or our traditional food from Banjar. That is, I, I bring mandai. <laughs> I like mandai. <laughs> yeah, and then I introduce mandai to them. And also, I I bring Indomie because we cannot um, live without Indomie as a student, right? Yes. <laughs> uh, and then, um, it is also um, one fun fact about Malaysia. Mm-hmm. Um, it is so hard to find ketchup. In Malaysia, wow! What? As you know, the Bandaris couldn't enjoy the food if there was no ketchup. On it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. When usually we could easily to find ketchup in every restaurant in Indonesia or in Banjar in Banjarmasin, but in Malaysia it is so rare. So I was bring ketchup everywhere and every time for having food <laughs> so... until my Korean friend. <laughs> Then also couldn't eat something without ketchup because of me, and she bought ketchup when she arrived in Korea after that. <laughs> and so you you bring ketchup everywhere. <laughs> yes, everywhere. <laughs> wow, that... and every time. <laughs> wow, that's so interesting, Lutfi. And I hope ketchup will become famous in Korea as famous wow. as K-pop in Indonesia. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> uh, okay, Lutfi, uh, now let us focusing on your volunteering activity. And okay. what did you do uh, when you were doing your volunteering in Malaysia? Okay, so the main activity was I teach elementary school for children, especially for the children who study at school that managed by the foundation mm-hmm. or from this orphanage. So basically, in this orphanage, there are children that study in public school and some of children study in the school that located in the area of orphanage, which is the located and the teacher and everyone involved in And the people also manage the orphanage. Uh, 
and yes. I was given the mandate for teaching science, mm-hmm. English, and Malay from morning to the afternoon. And then in the evening, we observing um, the orphanage children for doing their homework that given by the school. And in addition, uh-huh. for teaching, except teaching, on Tuesday and Thursday, we also help them for farming in the fields to grow crops and clear the grass around the farm area. Uh-huh. And the farm is located in the mountain and it took about 15 minutes by car uh-huh. to the farming. So I got a lot of experience except teaching, like doing farming, even though I am never do that in my hometown. <laughs> of course, it was an amazing experience for me. <laughs> okay, wow. Uh, that was when you were doing volunteering in Malaysia. Uh, yeah. How about your second experience in volunteering? Could you please tell us about it, Lutfi? Okay. Okay, uh-huh. so my second volunteering experience was during the fourth semester holiday in 2018. And at that time, we we are from student representative from across universities in Indonesia mm-hmm. were assigned to teach at Islamic schools in southern Thailand for two weeks of service. Okay, two weeks. As we know, on news that we watch on TV, there is still a conflict between the Thai kingdom and the Muslim community yes. in the southern part of Thailand, right? Yeah. right? So basically, this program is to help Muslim community in order to get up and be motivated, survive in that situation. So we are from 40 university students spread out to 10 Islamic school for doing volunteering and me at that time and other volunteer colleges from Win Sharifidayatullah Jakarta were volunteering in an Islamic school at the border okay. so it is in the border between Yala and Naratiwat province in Thailand okay we are we are at that time teaching English and also Malay wow Amazing. Yeah. And for your information, do not uh-huh. the it? Islamic school in that area are I think it's pretty bad condition. Oh. Especially the school where I was Okay, just imagine the class condition without walls and ceramic floor. Uh, yeah. Yes. So I think it is like student parking lot as in Indonesia yeah. but in that area it's in a class wow yeah but they still stand one's ground to study there but their enthusiasm for coming to school is extraordinary so actually our main desk job um, not only for teaching it is to motivate them for struggling to face that situation and motivate them to continue their education as high as possible so that they can change the future of their region especially in south part of thailand yes oh, wow uh, it, it, um, uh, it's turned out 
the that the condition there are more or less the condition in our area right um, yeah yeah yes hopefully after hearing this podcast uh, your clown podcast the local governments can further optimize uh, their mm-hmm. performance and yeah how and then how about your volunteering experience with diamond course and international community sir service program from our campus okay so after i returned from thailand uh-huh. in 2018 i also volunteered for education in the bay area in banjarmasin oh, to help underprivileged children around there to get free english course because as we know to study at an English course is quite expensive for some people yes, exactly. so that's why we are and another volunteers are interested in contributing for the sake of equitable education for rural children especially in um, Diman, uh, where, uh, in Teluk Dalam yes, yeah, Teluk yes. Dalam area and then Um, another volunteering experience in my life was in 2019 a year after that I also took part in the international community service program in Sarawak Malaysia for about a month so there I was with two students from EIN Pontianak and also one student from EIN Kerinci Jambi who were actively involved in providing education about language and education for Islamic purpose to their children and their parents and converts. Oh, wow, I, I'm very glad to to hear this. Uh, it has been done in Banjarmasin, especially yeah. uh, in Taluk Dalam, right? And yeah. <laughs> I heard that, uh, and I, I heard that you are now still doing volunteering. In the yeah, yeah. program from Cendikiawan Desa, does it correct? Yeah, yeah, it's correct. Uh, yeah. So now, now mm-hmm. I'm doing volunteering in one of the village in the mountain area in Hulusungai Selatan Regency. Yeah. As we know that what happened today is the activity is focuses only on the movement that mostly for the urban community, community, or in the city. Uh. Meanwhile. The village community is quite in bad condition, especially in education, where the distribution has not been maximally realized in the rural area. Therefore, Cendikiawandesa is create equality, especially in terms of education for the younger generations in the village. Yeah, so okay. that is can provide new hopes for children in the rural areas. Yes. So we are teach the children in a fun way to learn basic English and math mm-hmm. for elementary school to senior high school and also junior high school. And it is located in mm-hmm. one of the residence house and a building provided by the village office or kantor desa. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I hope uh, you uh, you and me can uh, can make uh, the the same the same the same uh, what what is it uh, 
volunteering in, in us, yes yeah. uh, volunteer in uh, HSU Regency in my yeah <laughs> oh, okay. maybe we can extend it. yes <laughs> okay yeah. continue to the next question uh, what made you think about volunteering would be okay so initially because I was motivated by my teacher at junior high school at that time mm-hmm. and then after doing my first volunteer activity then it takes me into another volunteer activity actually I didn't expect and didn't think that I would join another volunteer programs when I was first that joined the volunteer in 2017 but it just like has an addictive subsistence on that <laughs> maybe because The, the more we dive into the world of volunteerism, the more we see how many people that actually need us. So that is what modifies me to join in other volunteer activity. Like our souls are increasingly called to help others who are not as fortunate as us i think yeah inshallah that's <laughs> <very> cool <laughs> <It's not really. laughs> and also i feel happy juna mm? wherever What? little things that we give to them they really appreciate it mm. and after we help them i can see their happiness directly in front of my eyes And their happiness transmit back into us, into me especially. Yes. Seeing their smiles and love, it's really happiness for me. That's what make me to do volunteer. Yes, the, that was a very amazing, uh, really inspired lot this story. Uh, I think being a human being that is useful to other human is invaluable. Uh, yeah. Yes, and well, from Uh, the many experiences Lutfi has gone through, and can you tell can you tell a little about never having feel worry that uh, what you had been doing was a mistake or someone had said uh, for example it was be useless or just an image, and when exactly did you decide that this is what you want to do? Mm-hmm. Actually, I had such doubt, especially when I volunteered for the first time, where I was assigned to an orphanage from a Christian foundation. So the children in that orphanage are from Chinese and Indian tribes. And at that time, I was think about what is the point of helping those who are not Muslim and not Indonesian citizens. but. In the end, there is no benefit for the ad- ad- advancement of Islam or to our country, Indonesia. Yes, some yeah, people right? maybe think like that. Yeah, but after going through it all, I finally understood that all of it taught me to be wholehearted, regardless of race, citizens, and religion, because the goal of volunteer is to be sincere or wholehearted for humanity not in the name of religion or citizens then i thought that the prophet the prophet muhammad yes when he helped people 
he never saw what religion that he or she believe in mm-hmm. whatever he is Christian or Jews or Prophet Muhammad would still be kind and help them yes human yeah in fact I think this can serve as a container for accusing me that Islam is indeed rahmatanil alamin. Wow. Yes, uh, I said again a poor, poor humanity not in the name yeah. of religion or citizenship. Yes. Right. Wow, that's amazing. I really agree with Lutfi opinion with Lutfi's opinion. Uh, sometimes yes, we like to choose to do good even to God alone never differentiates between his serves. In fact, uh, we the serpent discriminate. Once again, I agree with Lutfi opinion. Yes, I very, very agree. I very, very agree. And things like this are media of preaching and show that uh, if you see Islam, you see Islam, not the person, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. By the way, uh, what are EISEC and EYTEP? Yes, and Diamond Cendikiawan Desa, Lutfi. Maybe the listener want to know, want to know uh, more detail about the organization and what if we want to join. Okay, great. So... My first volunteering program was held by Isaac. Mm-hmm. It is quite hard to to pronounce it, right? Yes. A I E S E X. So we just make it simple into Isaac. Isaac. Okay, Isaac. Yeah, not Isaac. <laughs> Isaac. Okay. <laughs> okay. So it is an international organization mm-hmm. for youth based. It is based on in the Netherlands, Ooh. which focuses on developing the potential of youth in various fields that work according to the SDGs or Sustainable Development Goals of the United Nations. Mm. It is to carry out social projects to cut off various problems in this world, such as problems poverty, to reduce inequality and an equitable education and there is also about protect the environment and prevent the acceleration of climate change and etc it's it's actually have a lot okay it is just some of the projects Mm -hmm. and then isaac also focuses on the global learning environment okay yeah and so for you guys who Uh want to join you can directly contact the Isaac depending on your regions. Okay. For South Kalimantan, it is centered in Lambung Mangkurat University. Oh. You guys can directly um, DM the Instagram of Isaac Unlam at Isaac Unlam. Okay, at Isaac on Unlam. Okay. Yeah, and they will immediately direct you to the next. Next for uh, ITIP, EYTIP. Yeah, yeah. For ITAP, it is um, the volunteering that I did in Thailand. It stands for I Indonesian Y Youth T Teacher Exchange Program. Okay. 
Yeah, and the program is focuses more on equitable education in Southeast Asian countries, especially in the Islamic region, because the goal itself is to reduce the imbalance in the quality of education between Islamic school and non-Islamic public school, with majority of non-Muslim population. But unfortunately, Juna. For now, ITAP is no longer active in sending Indonesian youth. Oh. Yeah, so it is only until four batch, only four, uh, yeah, batch. Okay. For the last time, maybe in 2000 in in 19, and then 2020, and more, there is no longer active in sending oh. Indonesian youth. So sad. Yeah. Okay. Next. Uh, so the next two communities mm-hmm. are initiated by our dari pemuda asli Banua nih youth youth that from our province. Yes. Uh, the first is like the diamond course itself. It is actually the same as other English language courses. Uh-huh. The only difference is that the students are from underprivileged children. And the teachers are from volunteers, especially for young people in Banjarmasin who are interested in immortizing themselves to be there. Okay. For those who want to join, you can just contact Instagram at diamond underscore bimbel bahasa Inggris. Okay, at diamond underscore bimbel bimbel bahasa Inggris. Okay, right. Yeah. So it is actually the area only for like in Teluk Dalam, okay. children. But if you are as a uh, English student, you may teach there for doing volunteer oh. to the children in a rural area. Yes, the important information I think. Yeah. Yes. And the last, you know, yeah. as a Cendekiawan Desa com- community. Uh-huh. which provides access to free education for children in remote villages in Hulusan Selatan District, South Kalimantan. And Cendekiawan Desa aims to help children in a rural area to get an equal education quality to achieve their dreams. Mm. This community is assisted by volunteers, especially to the students that studying in South Kalimantan area. Okay, for you that interested in this program, yes. why um, to join for the volunteer uh, how, program? How? Yes. Kindly check out the Instagram of Cendikiawan Desa at Cendikiawan Desa. At Cendikiawan Desa, okay. Yeah. To find out about the activities and open recruitment for new volunteers. Okay, uh, how about the listener? Are you already interested to become a volunteer? <laughs> okay. By the way, uh, uh, have Lutfi been abroad? Uh, tell me how Lutfi faced culture shock in Thailand. What are some unforgettable uh, experiences when uh, when he was in Thailand? Uh, what was his uh, what was uh, your favorite food and when he was uh, uh, in Thailand that mm-hmm. didn't exist in Indonesia uh, favorite place in Thailand uh, that uh, is often 
visited uh, too <laughs> and okay. maybe the listener want to know how things are there <laughs> okay okay it's quite long questions right <laughs> uh, maybe you okay, can you, uh, you can uh, make a short and uh, just sort uh, just sort answer okay 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 <laughs> in thailand the culture shock to me is the food mm. Because the food in Thailand, there must be a raw vegetable. <laughs> yeah, a lot of vegetables. Every food have vegetables. Whoa. So, whereas I am the type of person who doesn't like vegetable actually. <laughs> oh, I, I, I... Yeah, and every time I am invited to eat at the houses that in Thailand, mm-hmm. and the dining table must be full of various kinds. of side dishes and of course there must be raw vegetables <laughs> in the fact i like raw vegetables oh, you like it but for me i don't like it so it's like um, like fresh lettuce cucumber and other types of vegetable like leaves in indonesia but i don't know the name <laughs> okay maybe it's like um what is that when we are in Uh, Maulid Nabi, there's a leaf. What is that? Uh, bunga rampai. Like bunga rampai. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know the name, but that's just like leaf uh-huh. and cut it up, slices into slices, and they eat it. Oh, I like it. <laughs> okay. And my favorite food in Thailand is kerabu rice, which is nasi kerabu. Mm-hmm. It is purple rice made from organic coloring from butterfly pea flower, or in Indonesia we call it natalang. Mm. And it is served with um, shredded fish, fried noodles, and of course vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, Lutfi, uh, um, uh-huh. uh, I think uh, how interesting is, is uh, your experience in Thailand? Uh, from the different perspective uh, with the realities there and uh, how about uh, in Malaysia Lutfi is it almost uh, the same culture as in Thailand or Indonesia um, it's actually quite different even though we might thought about it it's like the same we are as in Nusantara it is the same culture it is the same mm. thing but My culture shock when I was in Malaysia is the prayer times. Oh, because I thought in Indonesia in Malaysia is close, so there is no difference in prayer times. But it is actually turns out to be one hour apart. At that time, I came to Malaysia when it was in last week of Ramadan. Mm-hmm. And when I arrived at Kuala Lumpur Airport, it was around at 6 p.m. in the afternoon. Yes. So I thought like, okay, I'm ready for breakfast, for breaking my fast. When I asked to the people around me, like, when is the time for breaking the fast? I said, and they said like 7 past 25, 25 p.m. I was surprised uh-huh. because if we compare to the time in South Kalimantan, uh-huh. maybe seven past twenty-five in PM yes. is the schedule for Isha prayer. And 
for the subuh prayer in Malaysia maybe around 6 a.m. Yes. which is in Banjarmasin maybe it's already for time for Ishraq. Right? Yes, right. It's almost in the morning. <laughs> okay. And in Malaysia uh, what are your favorite food would be in Malaysia because uh, in Thailand you don't like uh, raw vegetable. <laughs> yeah. And how about the Malaysia uh, uh, any food do you your you you have favorite food in Malaysia? Okay. Um, my favorite food in Malaysia is nasi lemak. Do you know it? Mm, uh, I know in in <laughs> Upin Ipin movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really like that, and I like the texture of the rice, okay. and also the the recipe that they used. Okay, uh, and uh, can you tell can you tell us uh, about, uh, about your unforgettable time in Malaysia? In short, okay, okay. So because my project in Malaysia is quite long, it is two months last two wow. weeks. Yeah, so it's quite yes. long, and I came there during the last week of Ramadan. So the the fasting moment at that time is unforgettable in my life moreover when the activities in the first week of my project were quite busy mm-hmm. yeah so we have um, a busy time in the first week because we are not directly teaching but there is an seminar we have an, another activities mm-hmm. from the committee committee and there were even activities around Kuala Lumpur and that made the most tired fasting in my life moreover since most of the participants were not muslim so yeah at lunch time they have lunch together and if they are tired or thirsty during the activity they can also drink and eat snacks but me, no I have to deal with it Okay. And also another best experience. Um, it was also my first Eid or Lebaran without a big family. Yeah. So I only celebrate uh, my Eid, my Lebaran with friends who are Muslims from Morocco, Tunisia, Bangladesh, and Canada. Wow. And <laughs> yeah, and on that day we were also given the opportunity to come to the Eat Alfitter open house at the residence of Malaysian Prime Minister. Wow, it's amazing. Yeah. And the food is amazing and we eat as much as we can and the entertainment also from the artists of the capital city of Malaysia. Wow. <laughs> okay, uh, mm, uh the uniqueness yeah. Yes. Okay. For the uniqueness uh, of, uh, of Malaysia. Okay, the uniqueness in Malaysia, because as we know that there are three major races of society in Malaysia. Oh, what are they? Are Malay, Indian, and Chinese. Oh. So, there are several areas of many Chinese people. and several some areas that many of them indian people and some of place that maybe the majority of malay people so when we were in that place it felt like 
we were in a different country. <laughs> yeah. So many different people. Right? <laughs> yeah. And they live in the same race. Ooh. For example, Chinese, a lot of Chinese. And then Malay, Malay. Wow. Like grouped, grouped of people in the area. Not like we are, we are... Um, what is that? Um, opposite of homogen, yes, right? Yes, yes. We are, we are diversity. Yeah. But them, if the area of Chinese, where a lot of Chinese like that, and uh, okay. Uh... So when we were in that place, I felt like we were in a different country, and in that area, the culture atmosphere of the race is very amazing for example when we were in the area where the majority of people was chinese uh-huh. so everything was really chinese from shop banners announcements the building and the conversation of the citizens also use chinese language wow. <laughs> yeah so everything chinese 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 maybe if in indonesia the chinese village is only of chinese descent and only some of them still maintain their chinese culture not all of them but in malaysia it is totally like in their country. wow uh, okay uh, i uh, i can imagine uh, 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 yeah. feel the vibes so like yeah. so like uh, visiting three different country three different yes <laughs> and uh do uh how about your favorite place in malaysia uh-huh. okay so my favorite place that i like to the most i often go to klcc twin tower kuala lumpur yes twin yes, tower yes. because the park is spacious has a lot of facilities and there is a mall to beneath the tower the twin wow. tower <laughs> okay there is a slight difference in malaysia and indonesia okay yeah. uh, i think it almost same right yeah yeah almost yes the same. Uh, it's uh, really interesting and inspirational for the listener of Lutpi's story uh, what I can summarize from our discussion is first that is not impossible to combine academic with organization uh, yes yep, right. sometimes when we think about academic the tool that automatically uh, comes up uh, is the tool that we have to be very logical people However, actually, the organization is very helpful, like what Lutfi yeah. did uh, with uh, his service as a volunteer or following the ambassador in South Kalimantan. And I think Lutfi's story will be of great help to those who uh, may not have had much interest in volunteering at first. But I yes. Hope. But when they see your explanation, when they hear your explanation of how Lutfi experience went, uh, they will feel feel more motivated and curious to learn more about volunteering. Yeah. yeah Then uh, between academic and organizations, it's very important for us to surround ourselves with people who are positive and have similar thoughts 
yeah. who can help us to be more authentic and intentional in our life journey. And I think we have to be intentional people and we have to figure out uh, how to do what we want to do in a realistic way. Yep. Yes, and I think I learned from I learned that from you, uh, such as yes, uh, such as having to have experience and credibility uh, before he start anything. Uh, it is very inspiring. Okay. <laughs> uh, I hope so. Okay. Thank you so much, Lutfi. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Yeah, I, and I think I learned a lot too. Uh, For the last, any any message for listener, Lutpi? Okay. Um, for you, as a, we are, uh, as a young generation, seek as much knowledge and experience as possible while we were young. And don't forget to share the experience and knowledge that we have to people who are not as fortunate as we are so it's time for us as a young people to take part in helping and improving the quality of education and the welfare of the people and remember the world or even on a small scale as indonesia still need a help from us whether in the field of education social issues and others according to our capabilities all right. that's all then okay all right yeah. thank you Lutfi. so uh, i think that's a wrap for podcast in this occasion uh, thank you so much so much for Lutfi for sharing for sharing your inspiration uh, with us today and it means yeah. a lot of uh, a lot uh, for the show and so I'm Ahmad Junaidi as the host thank you very much to the loyal listeners of the Your Clown podcast okay. and for for those of you who want to give me suggestions or criticism uh, please uh, send them via my email junaidi.ja955 uh, at gmail.com Yes, junaidi.ja955 at gmail.com Finally, uh, I ask to say goodbye and my friend, uh, my beloved friends, Lutpi also ask to say goodbye. Uh, see you around on the internet. Wassalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Waalaikumsalam warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.